And welcome back. It's Pace the Nation. Broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, as always, is Joanna Russo. Joanna, what's up? Chris, it's a beautiful day in the district. It is a beautiful day. It's a beautiful marathon Sunday, and we'll get into that. And also to my left is William E. Docs. Docs, what's up, man? How's it going? Um, good, man. I think that the intro music was too loud. Oh, really? Yeah. Do we need to do we need a restart here? That's what Huey Lewis said when they were playing that oh, in the in the movie. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It was Huey Lewis in the news that was on the intro there. Huey Lewis in the news or Huey Lewis <laughs> end the news? End the news. Okay. We obviously played that because of the uh all the back to the future movie was in the was in the news this week. Uh what, It was Back to the Future Day. What why do they call it what 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 is the news? Who Huey Lewis is obviously the the lead singer, but <laughs> yeah, who who are the news? It's the band. Oh, the rest of the band is yeah. the news. I never kind of like Bruce that. Springsteen and the E Street Band. Oh, so the E Street brand, Band and the news yeah. are basically the same thing. Yeah, okay. and like Bob Dylan and the band. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not a big music guy, though. Mm-hmm. Add it to the list of what big kind shorts of guy. guy. That's it. <laughs> long shorts. Ex- long oh, shorts. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, long I botched shorts, it. Yeah. No, well, but that's I, the end of the podcast, folks. <laughs> I didn't know that that was what the news was. I guess I really never thought about it, though. But I would have thought that you would have liked that album uh, because the name of the album was Sports. Is it really? Yeah, and you love sports. I do love sports. I'm gonna have to fact check that to see if that's really the name of the album. I do love sports. Yeah. Uh, what would you guys think of the Back to the Future uh, madness this week? Well, Back to the Future came out the same year that I was born. Wow. So I feel like I have a special connection with the movie. Do we feel old or what, Docs? Uh, no, you, you, <laughs> you should. Uh, have you seen all the Back to the Future? Was there three of them? There's three. three yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you should have a special connection. Yeah. Well, they didn't all come out the era. <laughs> That's born. true. That's true. Was it the first one that came out the, the year you were born? The first one. Yeah, the original. Yeah. I think the original was the best. Um, as is the case with most most things. yeah uh, but i i actually did enjoy that movie i'm not a big movie guy wait we should also explain to listeners so maybe if they don't know yeah why it's called back to the future day because mm-hmm. we are getting downloads from under a rock on the moon <laughs> yes so october 21st 2015 was where they went back in time well they went into the future into the future yeah okay to and that but, date and i think that was in uh that was in the 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 second iteration of in the back second the film mm-hmm. right because the first film they went back mm-hmm. to when uh, nineteen fifty five Marty McFly's dad was in high school and, and his mom was was Huey the Lewis playing at that uh, famous the under, was it under the sea? under the sea ball that no that was uh, Chuck Berry's cousin oh remember Marvin <laughs> Berry I know Chuck. Because he played Johnny Be Good, oh, and then right. uh, he goes, Chuck, this is your cousin, Marvin Berry. Yes. <laughs> and then he played the song for him. Yeah. Uh, right. So Marty McFly was, uh, and uh, I think he was a runner, so this is why it's relevant. Right. So Marty McFly <laughs> <laughs> was right. uh, a guitarist, and he had his band, and they played the Huey Lewis song, and they were trying out to perform for the homecoming dance or the under the sea dance or whatever and Huey Lewis was the guy who was who who was judging them and he said stop and he had the megaphone it's too loud 
Yes. Mm-hmm. But I it was s- actually his song. I saw some sort of Jimmy Kimmel bit this this yeah. week, and yeah, yeah. He, Huey Lewis was in the crowd and, and did that whole thing. Yeah. The Jimmy Kimmel bit was good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, you can YouTube Jimmy Kimmel bit Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. That'll probably get it done. <laughs> you could probably, you know, you don't need to, the word bit. You could probably do uh, Jimmy Kimmel Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future and yeah. It will, uh, yeah, I I haven't seen the movie in a while. I wonder if it still holds up. I think that I would still enjoy it. I think you would. I'm yeah. guessing Joanna has seen it more recently than us. Yeah, probably. Seeing as how she didn't see it in the theater. Right, That's <laughs> probably not. Wait, did you guys see it in the theater? I, I think I might have, actually. Really? I don't know if Peter uh, took you to the theater when you were like a couple days old or not. But <laughs> oh, I right. I, I don't even think I was born when it came out. Oh, okay. Because I was born pretty late in 1985. Uh, no, no way to figure that out. No, no, no. way to figure that no. out. Yeah. I'm, you, I, I just stole Dox's typical line there. Yeah. Uh, but no, I did see it in theater. Uh, I actually enjoyed that one. I think I saw number two in the theater, and then I kind of lost a little bit for the uh, trilogy. It's the trilogy, right? And Correct. I did not see the third. Yeah. I can't even recall what the third was. That's when they go back to like 1885. Oh, okay. It's like the Western one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, okay. I liked it. All right. Maybe I can uh, red box it or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> big show to get to, guys. Um, uh, it is, uh, I, I mentioned earlier, it's Sunday of the Marine Corps Marathon as we uh, record. So uh, we, we probably have a number of listeners who just finished the Marine Corps Marathon and Congratulations. Congratulations Congrats to you. Guys. Yeah. Well we saw done. some of them finish. Yeah. Actually. Absolutely. We'll get into that. Uh, very thrilled to uh, see a lot of you guys at the finish line in the Pacers party. Uh, well, Joanna and Docs, I was unfortunately not there. You were noticeably absent. I was noticeably absent. Sorry <laughs> but, about that, guys. But Joanna said that we're not going to call people out for being noticeably absent from well, an event this week. Well, thank you, because you just did, obviously. So. <laughs> Uh, we also had a happy hour I want to get into. Uh, we did some recordings there of some of our uh, top listeners. Very successful happy hour, despite the fact that Joanna wasn't there. I was I was worried yeah. that it would, would be a total bust since Joanna wasn't there. But uh, we still had uh, a number of, of listeners show up, and we got a corner of the uh, Blue Jacket Brewery. Uh, Place outside, really nice spot outside. It was a good happy hour. Yeah, sat and talked to the listeners. Good to interact with you guys. What beer did you guys drink there? Mm, something <laughs> that was made on a farm. Uh, I think I had. Um, uh, I had. I, you know, I always go and say, "Give me the lightest beer you got." And where did we go when I told you to order a shandy? Oh, that was in <laughs> that New was, York. <laughs> that was last week in New York. What's a shandy? Yeah. I, I didn't know either. So it's half beer, half sprite. Yeah. It's oh, like, it's that's what, disgusting. Yeah. Well, it was girls, actually pretty decent. What girls drink in England? Yeah, it was actually <laughs> better than I thought. But but you didn't want to keep drinking it because the bartender because, was harassing you. Well, my friends were harassing me. <laughs> yeah, but how would they know? Well, you told them everybody, and everybody <laughs> was heck, heckling me, and so I had to drink the regular beer. You know, I, I like to drink Miller Lite and the fact that, that some of these places, some of the fine establishments that we go to don't have Miller Lite uh, makes it difficult. So uh, I do uh, one of two things, either order the lightest beer that they have on draft or uh, 
apparently now order a shandy <laughs> and i won't tell anybody that i'm ordering shandy <laughs> but they'll so, always wonder now yeah that's true uh that's true now that i put myself out there like that so we're going to get into the happy hour uh we, we we talked to a number of you guys you guys had some questions for us so i appreciate your questions we'll answer those questions uh maybe as a group maybe independently i don't know we'll see how that goes uh also we have the tweets of the week and so we got a big show with all that coming up but uh joanna you were uh, as doc said noticeably noticeably absent from the uh, happy hour that's true yeah we were really uh actually in all seriousness pretty worried about you how you doing i'm uh, um almost 100 percent better so we have the grand opening on Wednesday uh, of your new store in, in Navy Yard in D.C., and you were there for that, but you looked in pretty rough shape there. That was full force. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, she showed up there. Um, impressive that you are able to make it then. So did you go to the hospital? Did you go to the So originally I went to urgent, ER urgent care originally. Okay, okay. Um, ERs take forever. Right. I've been in that situation before it takes forever to see a doctor okay um and but sometimes if you're driving down the highway you can see the billboard to see how long it will take <laughs> is that right yeah it's so weird uh they weird. have like wait the, what hospital is that yeah a lot of them if you go from richmond to dc there's like a bunch of different signs uh that tell you what the average waiting time is at the emergency room at that time wow that's strange there's actually the sometimes Ad it's 90 minutes sometimes it's five minutes well the atlantic just did an article about how um for women especially um doctors don't treat women's pain the same that they treat men's mm -hmm. um so they they had a really great article about how women themselves don't um acknowledge that they're in pain until it's usually pretty serious and then when they go to the doctor everyone just kind of dismisses it as like oh you're women troubles it'll be fine <laughs> oh wow <laughs> Man, I didn't know that stuff existed. Where are they going to the doctor in 1950? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this was actually the girl that they Back referenced. Back to the future doctor. <laughs> yeah. 1955. Yeah. No, they, the article references um, a hospital actually in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah. Wow. So a, a civilized area. Wow. Well, it's probably uh, curtailed your running. Um, it's true. I bit. haven't been able to run for a week. Wow. Mm. I that really, sucks. that's probably the worst part of all of this. Mm -hmm. Not that you almost died on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I couldn't run. Right. I or Thursday. Thursday was the day you almost died. Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if Doc's is tongue in cheek or not, but, uh, you know, it was pretty serious. So we're glad that you are. I'm not joking. No, I know. My, the I know. tongue in cheek is that she thinks that running was, uh, <laughs> not being able to run right. was worse than, than, right. um, well, they're not going to set back the <laughs> Richmond half marathon because I got sick. No, they're so. not. So you've got still two weeks. How much pull do that. we have? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see. Pro probably. Uh, we have two downloads in Richmond. Probably not a lot. I, I don't it think after you bash their race out there uh, mm, true. a few, few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, good. So may well, maybe you're not running a Richmond half marathon. <laughs> maybe you're running the Richmond 11 miler. <laughs> well, I'm glad you are. Uh, and that's referencing a few shows back. Yeah. Look you, it up. You can always, uh, follow us. Uh, and, and if, if you want context for all our, uh, inside jokes, you know, just see, you know, look, go back look and back listen and listen to our episodes. And in the description, I'm sure it says docs runs a race in there. I can't remember which episode, mm. but, uh, that's what he's referencing there. Well, I'm glad you're, um, Glad you're feeling better. That's Thanks. awesome. Are Glad you you're back back you, with us. Are you going to be able to run uh, this week? Yeah, I ran 30 minutes this morning. Nice. It was okay. pretty painful, but 
I'll be back next That's week. Good. Well, you guys are talking about the marathon. A lot of uh, a, a lot of great uh, efforts out there today in the Marine Corps Marathon. Uh, I wanted to highlight a few here, and actually, I should say you guys should highlight a few because you saw mm-hmm. some of our listeners and some of the runners who uh, finished the marathon and went over to the Pacers party. Uh, I know David was out at the happy hour on Thursday on night. Thursday night, and then ran the race. Yep. It was his first marathon. Did we get an idea of of how he ran or time uh, he, wise? How he did was he, feel? he was pleased he finished. All right, good way to go, Dave. And yeah, I talked to him about it. He was uh, in, in the first half of his marathon. Uh, he was running a, a really fast pace. Yeah. Um, and then the injury that he had, the training, I guess, uh, and possibly the fast pace that he went caught up to him, and and uh, he still finished. Yeah. And. Uh, He's happy that he finished, but he he had he did not negative split. So he can he can probably find another marathon or next marathon. I'm sure if the, the yeah. injuries don't uh, pop up, he'll run faster because I know he's looking to run a fast time somewhere around three hours or something ridiculous. So well done to David. Did anybody recognize you guys from the show at the party? Practically everybody, <laughs> really, right? It's true. Just, really? just uh, most of them didn't come up and talk to us. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but a fair amount did. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Name some names. Who Who did you guys talk to? Well, Annie Hughes. Okay, um, Annie. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week from a couple. I met Annie in the store the other day. Mm-hmm. She was there. Yeah, she came in for a twenty dollars gift card from Pacers, and then she came to Navy Yard to use it. Nice. Okay. Um, she saw me in the store, and then probably said, "You know what." I have an opportunity to see two of the three hosts, so I'm going to mm-hmm. not buy my stuff here. I'm going to go all the way over to Navy Yard so I can see two of the three hosts. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that's not Sorry, the case Annie. at all. Um, but no, I'm just uh, wishful thinking. But uh, we're that important that she'd want to see all three of us. Is that the one who came into the store and recognized your voice? No, actually, that was Mary Gershma. Oh, okay. The uh, Chasing Mailboxes. Mm-hmm. Yes, the oh, Chasing cool. Mailboxes blog, Mary Gershma. Yeah, so she came in Navy Yard? She came in Navy Yard, and she was actually uh, working with Sam. And then nice. she said, oh, are, you must be Joanna. Nice. And she's like, I recognized your voice. I saw the bike. I knew it had to be you. Did she bike over, or did she run over? Um, I actually think... I'm sure she didn't drive. I think she might have biked. I'm not sure, but I, I'm... Nice. She, I think... Actually, I think she biked the wrong way in the bike lane. <laughs> I'm confident she did not do that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so you guys, uh, so you guys saw uh, Mary, but that wasn't at the uh, after party. Who did you see at the after party? Oh, uh, um, actually, uh, John from Alexandria came up and nice. and okay. uh, you know said he was a listener and enjoyed the show and and uh, and he ran the race. I think he did, and I didn't do a very good job of uh, asking him about the race. Um, I, I, I was talking to Joanna about this. Yeah. I still don't know how to respond when people come up and say, I listen to the podcast because it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's great and I appreciate it, but Absolutely. it's like, for me, it's so not normal in right. my life, you know, so it's, it's, and it's, and it's, uh, yeah. And maybe I should expect people would like this, but, uh, I, I feel like you're the only two people that, that know <laughs> about the podcast, you know? Right. We're sitting here and. You know, we don't think that actually people are listening. So yeah, well, Peter's definitely listening. Well, John from Old Town is too. John is. We have we have lots of listeners, and and they're they're very gracious and come up to us and tell us yeah. what they like about the show. And you know, we had people coming up today, and it's it's uh, it's definitely very humbling. You know, very cool. It's uh, it's awesome. 
Uh, since I wasn't there, anybody else that you guys ran into? Um, well, Shout outs, anything. Yeah, well, we also talked to Lisa. Okay. Who, she binge listened to all the podcasts. Nice. And then she said she had a good PR today. Nice. Big PR for Lisa. Well done. And she was she was upset that we don't podcast every day. Because when she right. binge listened, right. then she when was she was out, she was like, wait, I have to wait f- weekly now? Yeah. Sorry, Lisa. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that you got a lot of good training runs in while binge listening to us. So I'll take a little credit for your PR today. (laughs) I think she's on an airplane, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, Lisa, David, John, and I'm sure many more were at that party that uh, listened to the show. We thank you all for listening to Pace the Nation, of course. How about any guests? Did we have any guests who ran the sh- who ran the marathon today? Well, we did have guests that ran. Manga Smith, for sure. Okay. I saw her finish. Nice. Looking awesome, as always. Of course. Uh, she killed it at uh, Army a couple weeks ago. Any idea how she did today? Uh, I saw her cross line at 314 on the clock. I don't uh, know where that put her as far as her right, net time. Let me, let me Google this here. Yeah, it's uh, 314, and she was the 44th female in the race. Wow. Awesome. And I love it when uh, you Google stuff while we're trying to do a show. <laughs> right, right, That's right. always dangerous territory. It is. All right, I'll put the Google put machine Put the Google away. machine away, yeah. please. Thank you. Congrats and to Maggie. Awesome. Uh, Matt Centrowitz was also he at was the after party as senior. well. Senior. Matt senior, Centrowitz. yeah. He senior. definitely did not run. He did not. He went to go work out. Yeah. No, did he, I mean, did he, he didn't tell the story of... Uh, him running his one marathon no on the show you know he ran a marathon on kind of a a, a bet when he was out at the bar uh probably some 30 odd years ago uh probably you know four or five six seven drinks in he said yeah i'll go out and i'll run a marathon and i'll break 230 and he ran 231 oh yeah after you know drinking some beer so uh no i'm sure he did not run today but um he uh, he did run one. Uh, I'm sure his son probably did not run either. No. Um, Rick ran today. Rick Wilhelm. Oh, Rick, right. Uh-huh. right. Yep, Rick. Uh, let's see how he did. Let me Google his time here. Yeah, 3.05 for Rick. Well done. He slowed down a little bit there in the second half. but uh, Well, I think his longest training run was 13 miles. <laughs> well, he ran 127 for the first half. Uh, so if I do my addition right here, that's... Uh, also dangerous. <laughs> Just as dangerous as you Googling stuff on the show as you doing live math. So that seems to be 138 for the second half. 127, 138. We'll send those calculations off to NASA and find <laughs> out if you're right. But well done to Rick and Maggie. Uh, congratulations on uh, two top finishes there. Uh, so I guess if you're on the if you're a guest on the podcast, you can be guaranteed a uh, under three fifteen marathon uh, plus the uh, five second bump. Mm-hmm. So give us your uh, stories of five second bumps. Uh, from listening to the to the to the podcast and how you did, tweet us at Pace the Nation. You can always tweet us at Pace the Nation. That's the best way to interact with the show. Uh, we do retweets out, and if you did well or had a good experience or had a bad experience, whatever it is, tweet us at Pace the Nation. We'll read it next week. All right, can we talk about the race a little bit? Yeah. What did you guys think of the race? I know you were both out in the course. Yeah, I mean it was uh, drizzly, fifties, uh, especially at the beginning of the race. A little humid, actually, 
I thought. It but, was a lot warmer this morning than yeah, I thought. I thought it was too. So I don't even think with there the was rain. Be, even with even the rain. With the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there was going to be you know really fast times today, unfortunately. But I don't know. Not the worst day it was hot last year, so not the worst day to run. I don't well, mind it didn't, a little it rain. It didn't pour. No, it definitely. Been, it definitely could have been worse. Um, but uh, yeah, I was out o- all over the course in D.C. and I always think that uh, Marine Corps is is going to be flawless because if the marines are running it you know if anybody can run like an operationally solid race it's of course going to be the marines yeah for sure i think i think it's awesome i mean i i have to be honest it's getting a little dusty over in my area when when uh like the marine corps runners yeah people running for usmc yeah would would run up that hill because i was at the hill on the finish line and you see, like the the uniformed soldiers cheering them on, yeah, and and the camaraderie there, and and uh, yeah, I saw you. I saw the guy cutting onions next to you too. So that's why yeah, it was you yeah, were, exactly. You kind of um, a little tor- tear well, tearing up a little bit. Yeah, Sandwich Todd was actually making sausage with onions <laughs> right, and, and green true. peppers, <laughs> so and was, it just yeah. caught a bad yeah, wind yeah, because right, I was right. about a mile away. But right. uh, yeah, it was a, it was a. No, I'm glad you brought that up, Docs. It is it is a. a big part of it is you know the (laughs) we have a dog in the studio today i'm glad you brought that up docs uh because a big part of the race is the armed forces members running and a lot of them you know have been in battle in iraq or afghanistan or wherever uh and they you know are are out there uh competing and a lot of them you know are are injured at, at at war and so a lot of inspiring folks out there. So that's a really cool thing about Marine Corps. I think the, the beginning of my heartstrings being tugged, there mm-hmm. was a um, guy in a in the wheelchair race who was wearing his uh, combat helmet yeah. as well. And when he came up and, and the reaction that he got from... The from, from Well, the crowd was great, but, yeah. but more so the, the active soldiers that were... Um, or the uniformed soldiers that were also working at the finish line. and, and It's uh, awesome. I mean, it just it's it's awesome, and and yeah. I like about the race as well. I mean, there's there's no prize money, so it it's really is the people's marathon. Yep. And you know, like I I don't know what the numbers are, and, and it's probably totally wrong, but we've never been about facts here. <laughs> but uh, it seemed like eight of the top ten finishers were military, military. finishers yeah. running on the military teams, and um, you know, I think all all it does there's no prize money. It takes out the the uh, the elite pack, but you still then you just have like everybody um else that you would normally pull in a in a major marathon um which is ninety nine point five percent of the of the, uh, uh of the entrance in yeah. any other marathon so Absolutely. so it's pretty awesome i i think it's uh yeah they do have a team uh competition with the armed forces so they do get some of the studs across the country sure. to to come in and race it an army definitely on the men's side yeah had to have won they must have won they had the they had the overall winner uh, apparently he was uh gonna do the army 10 miler a couple weeks ago but couldn't because he had to teach well and i think the longest race he'd run before this one was a 10k 10k or yeah. 10 mile or something yeah i don't know you were in the elite uh the elite tent afterwards that's did, true. My Did you get anything for us for the show? Any intel? Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, <laughs> good work. <laughs> well, she there, was sick this week, Doc. I was sick yeah. this week yeah. and there it's a so brain parasite. I can yeah. tell you though <laughs> that um that okay, what I thought was really cool, I was right at the finish line. So, 
Charlie Band, my nemesis, yes. snuck me into the media section. Um, Which he's going to lose next year because yeah. uh, she oh. just outed him. Yep. Well, if Charlie Band didn't do that. I got into my own. Right. There you go. <laughs> um, but so I, I got to be literally right at the finish line. And um, I love how the f- the first army guy, the guy that won, I think his name was Trevor, he waited for all of the other. I mean, he was he had to wait anyway, but he waited for all the other army guys, and they all were high fiving and we're hugging. cheering him in. Wow, yeah, and that was the same for every every team that came in. So for the Navy, for Marine Corps, for all of them, they Air all Force. waited for their whole for the Air Force for their whole team to come in, and they were all cheering <laughs> together. And I, <laughs> I That's thought that awesome. was really cool. But the women's winner was from Costa Rica, and she didn't really speak English, so um, I couldn't even interview her if I wanted to because I don't really speak Spanish. But right. she was so funny she was she crossed the finish line and she still had so much energy and they they're trying to put the medal on her and she was like a little like she just was all Ball over of the, energy yeah all over the place like your dog <laughs> um and so <laughs> or my dog either one more your dog i think right than mine. but so they're <laughs> right. trying to put the medal on her and then she salutes the marine who's trying to put the medal on her she was she was oh, really so funny cool. yeah That's she was awesome. really cute um but i just think the finish line is just a great place to be at a marathon. It's a very yeah. emotional experience. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. totally. Yeah. It's cool that you were able to do that. Thanks to Charlie band for, for helping that out. And then you also see a lot of people that cross the finish line that probably didn't know each other before, but they'd been running next to each other around each other the whole race. Yeah. And then at the end you got the high fives, like, thanks for getting me through that. Like, yeah, exactly. Couldn't have done that without you. So that's also a really powerful thing to see as well. Yeah. And it's, you know, it is all about those, uh, Armed Forces members, the the guys and girls up front. But really this, like you said, Docs, it's the People's Marathon. It's about the, the folks who are trying to beat the bridge. you got to run 14-minute pace to beat the bridge. And, you know, they, they have to open up that 14th Street Bridge by 115 every year by 115. Race starts at 755 on the dot, so you got to run 14-minute pace to, to – uh, and I'm not going to try to do the math on what an actual 755 is <laughs> on 115. But, uh, you know, those are the people who I was who I was watching and uh, thought was, uh, you know, was awesome to see all types out there uh, getting it done um, as we see every year at the Marine Corps. So really cool. Great to be out there. Yeah, I was talking to some people after the race and they said another cool thing about the this marathon is how many people come out um in the neighborhoods cheering everybody on as they're coming through yep i for me i think that that has like such a huge mentally positive effect on the running especially when you get down toward the you know the last eight miles of the race or the last six miles of the race absolutely and it's a, you I have mean, such big crowds and yeah it's a, i mean and, and, and these these guys think you know every year it is it is a a neighborhood event for, yeah. for folks like you said the last few miles in Crystal City anybody who lives in Crystal City is coming out they're on the street they're lining the, the street streets, they're lining yeah. the streets I mean it's not just uh, friends and family cheering, members cheering for everybody cheering for everybody yeah. yeah I mean I was down with my mom at, I was watching my brother who uh, finished in, in around 4.30 uh, we saw him at Spout Run and my mom lives in that area and you know it was all. It was people who were on Spout Run. Yes, it was friends and family, but it was also people who lived right there who come out for the event. And I think that happens throughout all the, all throughout the course, which is which is really cool. 
And I really like all those people that come out and they're really there for every runner. Totally. And a lot of people take it as their duty. Like it's their job to go out there and cheer, like have orange slices or an extra water stop or whatever it may be. There's people that just really take a hold of this is a marathon that's in my town and I'm going to do what I can for these runners. And I think that that's amazing. And, and, you know, a lot of people out there are, you know, making signs and, some good bits, some bad bits. You know, you always see the worst parade ever sign. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a I don't know whether that's a good bit or bad bit. It's a good bit. bit. Yeah. I saw a sign once that said, I trained for a week to hold this sign. Yeah. <laughs> that that's made a good me bit. laugh. I like yeah. that one. I like the one that, that Pacers tweeted out, which was the pregnant nun holding a sign near the finish line that says the end is near. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good bit. I would classify that as a good bit. Yeah. Uh, I hope I credited the right source for yeah. that one, but I did see it today. I was at Spout Run, and and you know this this woman had uh, a sign that says uh, "High Five This Sign for Power." Probably about two thousand people high fived the sign. So it, it this was about three miles in. So I, I had I, I I I didn't think that anybody would high five it, but uh, so it's a good it's a good way to for people to get out there and. Um, you know, yeah, and if good, you saw express any their signs, creative juices. Yeah, if you saw any signs or if you made a sign that's yeah, cool, let, let tweeted us. us. Yeah, because yeah, I want to make a sign for next year. That's and it's cool. got to be good. It's got to be absolutely good. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not the regular oh, 26.2. I thought that was 2.62 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's good. Too. We just lost a listener. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, someone who, someone who had thought all month about that sign yeah. and that was their sign. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it is all about the middle of the pack. Um, my, my little brother, props to him. He's been sick. Uh, you know, ran 430. Future guest, uh, Steve Chenevieve, had a great race out there. He ran 423. Uh, also, my buddy Joe Reed, who is coach over at Yorktown High School, he ran 435 and said uh, he's never been in such pain in all his life. So... These, you know, the the guys who are in such pain, like I've never had all my life are the guys who have only run, you know, 13, 14 miles. And I think that's what he did. Um, So, but I mean, for everybody who finished, you know, congrats Congrats, to you um, from, from the first place finisher to um, the people Yep, who are uh, just trying to beat just the barely beat the bridge, yep. um, and everybody in between. You know, I mean, marathon is a, a an awesome accomplishment, and congrats to you. Yep, and uh, to everybody who came out to cheer them on, uh, good for you. And props to everybody who attended the post party, the Pacers post party, yep. um, catered by Sandwich Todd. Yes, uh, he made breakfast sandwiches, and I think he may have gone uh, a little overboard. Mm-hmm. Um, with the estimate as to how many people would be ready for a breakfast sandwich uh, at that time, so they actually were. Uh, well, first they were they gave them to some of the volunteers, so so people manning the gate and people manning the the entrance. So they brought them over there, and then they they were um, tossing them out into the crowd for you know passerbys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool, actually. So he had so there's no leftovers. He was actually able to unload the rest of they them. They were yeah, they were able to unload food. Why wow, nice work. Well, Docs, uh, you should run. You need to run the Marine Corps. Have you done the Marine Corps Marathon, Joanna? Yeah, it was my first. Uh, marathon. I thought that was your first one. Yeah. Yes, uh, Docs, you need. To I want to run Corps. it. I want to run. Well, it. maybe all of the hosts should run the Marine Corps next we year. We should. Maybe yes. that's all right. We're I'm in. I'm in. Docs, you got to beat your best time. Uh, I, actually, I have Maggie Smith's time up here. Mm-hmm. Are we fact checking? I I. She ran three fourteen forty seven. 
Mm-hmm. Faster or slower than one William E. Docks? Uh, slower. Slower than William E. Docks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're not going to say how much slower. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, take that. Yeah. Docks smoked so you. Slow. She's so slow. <laughs> yeah. Smoked you by a few seconds. Uh, but no. Great. Uh, Different great age groups. <laughs> Dave, great, great day out there. Um, Marine Corps uh, is is one of uh, the best races, my favorite marathon. I'm biased, obviously, born and raised in Arlington, and it starts and finishes in Arlington. So, good day. Congrats to everybody who ran. We had a we had a happy hour uh, on Thursday night, and I had uh, some of our loyalist listeners ask some questions. This was a great idea by Docs. Um, you guys want to play? I don't, the I don't know that now? we were. Th- this was, yeah, definitely. Okay. I don't think that that uh, you and I were on the same page. No. Uh, and this signals is, crossed a little bit here. This is this is where we really missed uh, Joanna the yeah. most. Right. She's fun to hang out with, but we really needed her to to uh, keep us in line. <laughs> Get us uh, organized on this idea. Yeah. yeah. So the idea was. My idea was. Yeah, it was that, your idea that. So you tell us the idea. Please. Well, my idea, which I obviously didn't present very well. Or I didn't listen well, but fine. Go ahead. Either way. Either way. Uh, you know, communication is a two-way street. Right. And okay. uh, somewhere... There was a breakdown. That's there was fine. a breakdown. Good call. Okay. I like how we're communicating about it right now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so I, I was thinking that they would ask questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be basically like we're recording voicemails. Yep. And then you would play the questions, and the three of us would answer the questions or discuss them. And then I, so I was telling everybody this and, and then after a while when they came back, they were like, well, Farley's just answering all the questions right now. <laughs> See, I thought, <laughs> I thought the bit was that we would have some of our listeners who were at the podcast, uh, happy, happy hour, go into a isolated room, mm-hmm. ask me a question. Mm-hmm. And then go into that same isolated room later and ask you a question uh-huh. and see how we would uh, like the newlywed answer. game, right? <laughs> like the newlywed game, yeah. Um, um, and then how was Joanna going to participate? Well, you know what, I was uh, not thinking it. Through. Not thinking that totally through. I was thinking yeah. she'd be there and and you know be the third one in the isolated room. But uh, we do have questions, so let's um, let's get to those. So so what we did was they asked questions and then Farley answered them. But <laughs> but I think that when we play them, uh, we can have a conversation from the questions if it's if it triggers such a question right all right let's do it sounds good all right we're with my main man satya morthy huge fan of the show here's satya with his question for me on pace the nation okay so um what was your big biggest motivation for starting the podcast you know a great question so my biggest motivation seriously was to connect with the community in a unique way. I think that there's a lot of things that we do at Pacers that reaches, uh, you know, runners and and people and the community. You know, with our fun runs that we do, uh, with our races that we put on, you know, even interactions we have with the store. So I felt like this was a good way to kind of share some of our personal stories, running stories, and better connect with uh, the audience, and you know, hopefully be able to you know meet some people through it and you know foster some relationships like we've done with you guys and holy lord you just broke the uh, record for longest answer to a question Seriously. that was previously owned by sandwich todd <laughs> yeah well 
Sorry, Todd. And took, took the title there. And we yeah, we'll have to bring Todd back on the show so that he can defend his title. <laughs> well, we got more from Todd later. So but great, great question. Um, and for the listener who thinks like that was only like a ten second answer, that's because I'm going to edit the heck out of your response. <laughs> um, I, I hope you do. Thank you, Docs. <laughs> uh, Joanna, what was your motivation? This is the Satya question for Joanna. What was your motivation for the for for uh, not starting the podcast, but for for being the uh, third choice and, and accepting that <laughs> offer. Not true. Um, well, do you uh, do you have an answer? I mean, for me, for me, I'm hundred percent all in on podcasting, and I forced my way onto this one. <laughs> uh, forced? Which, yeah, we couldn't I, do without you. Well, the idea was that that you and uh, Joanna's nemesis were going to have a podcast, right. and he was too busy. And then you said <laughs> that. You wanted me to bring everything over, all the podcasting equipment, uh, to the office so that you and Joanna could do a podcast. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forced my way on because I had the equipment. Yeah, that's um, good, a good answer from Docs. But I was, I was 100% in. Um, we, as, as anybody who reads Run Washington, we had another podcast that had a loyal uh, following of seven. Uh, <laughs> and I, right. I think on a, on a big day, it would get up to nine. Um, but Both strong numbers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I went odd. I went odd. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I, you know, you have different motivations for doing the show, but I was like, yeah, I think it's fun. So, well, I mean, Docs had a show in college called that William Docs Half Hour Hour. Have we mm-hmm. talked about that on the show before? No. So he actually had a uh, public access TV show, a half hour show called the William Docs Half Hour Hour. Now, why was it called the William Docs Half Hour Hour? It was an hour worth of laughs packed into half an hour. (laughs) So, you know, he is a a creative individual that needed to uh, have an outlet for his creativity, I believe. And I think that was sort of similar for for you, Joanna. Yeah, I'd say that's definitely true. Um, I also think that for me... Originally, I think the podcast might have taken more of an uh, like an elite runner route, mm-hmm. and I never ran in college. I'm like not that good of a runner. I just love it, so I wanted to come from the perspective of somebody that just loves running but was never really good at it. Yeah, and she's being humble because she's a a, a, re- a pretty fast runner. Uh, rel- relatively. relatively, I mean, not 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 the character. Gonna beat Gallagher both of us in the Marine Corps Marathon <laughs> next, <laughs> no, next year. year. Exactly. I work hard. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, I think it's a, it's a good outlet for uh, all three of our creative juices. Well, and I have all of that. Too. Let's run nerdiness that needed a home. It did. Yeah, I agree. All right, good question, good answers. All right, we're with <laughs> Sandwich Todd. We're gonna have to get an update on his training. Maybe. Um, We'll yeah, be, even though that I've asked Chris Farley, call you later on. I've asked Docs, I've asked Joanna to get me back on the podcast, and I get, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, we should definitely do that this week for sure. This week for no sure. No one this week contacts sure. me. We're this week for sure. I don't sure. have his right. Yeah, he doesn't have my number either. I to train when I don't have my trainer. We're you know, it's like Rocky. I said that before. I, th- I think I said that on the first podcast. I need a manager. Frank was my manager. Frank's gone AWOL. I saw him last night at the Navy Yard uh, grand opening, grand, grand opening, and he's got that kind of um, weird, more of a mustache than beard, but he's like kind of like the beard is 
trying to catch up with his mustache. Do you guys know what he's talking about here? Uh, his facial hair. I don't know, oh, okay. but the leggings that he was wearing, I think, just need to go. But anyway, what's leggings. your what's your what's your question? Here? All right, we're with Sandwich Todd here. We're gonna get we're gonna catch up with you this weekend. No when one we record. No <laughs> one cares about my training. No one does. I've asked you here. In the isolated uh, room next to uh, Blue Jacket. Yep. To ask Sounds us a question. Montanditos or whatever the hell this place is. <laughs> to ask uh, the hosts of Pace the Nation a question. So what yeah. is your question, Todd? So I have a... Uh, can I ask two questions? Go ahead. Okay. First question <laughs> is, is, how old was Chris Farley when he went with the Justin Bieber haircut? <laughs> All right. So this is not for you guys. So this is mm-hmm. where the, the bit went off the rails uh-huh. a little bit um how old was I? I i don't have a justin bieber haircut uh but you know hmm. i <laughs> i think justin bieber maybe has a chris farley maybe, that's maybe. probably more accurate good point maybe i mean i had a uh high and tight when i was in high school college i had it a little longer when and, you showed up at college you were high and tight high and tight yeah yep and when i when i uh, although was, nobody knew because you never took a skull cap off <laughs> i think we need to put some pictures on twitter all right well maybe <laughs> we can do that well, i would like the that. evolution of chris farley's yeah. hair look at a picture of me on uh, my hair in, in college too i'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that uh, so and then uh college a little longer and then i guess this is a hybrid that's all that's mm-hmm. it's not a Justin Bieber haircut. It's just it's the the worst segment we've ever done on this show. Nobody, <laughs> all right, nobody cares. Next question, Todd. Why does Joanna hate sandwich Todd? Okay, question for all three of us, or is that just for Joanna? On the couch with uh, Pace the Nation. <laughs> I know <laughs> therapy sessions. <laughs> I don't hate sandwich Todd. I don't know why he thinks that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm very nice to him. I, I think you are, too. I don't know. I think you put up with, with a lot, too. I mean, yeah. he was yelling in your ear today. That's true. He was. Well, he is a yeller, and he doesn't have a lot of filter. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. I he, wasn't did ma- he did make me a breakfast sandwich, so I do mm-hmm. appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. We don't... It's, Joanna doesn't hate Sandwich Todd. Uh, you obviously are a big... Uh, a big favorite of our listeners. We've already done that whole thing. So, mm-hmm. um, what's with what's with <laughs> the insecurity sandwich? Come on, yeah. And uh, for the record, uh, you don't have my phone number. You don't have Joanna's <laughs> phone number. So, if anybody's big time in you, it's Farley. Uh, unfortunately, he's in charge of the guests. Um, yeah, for now. For oh, now. actually, it's a it's producer. It's the producer. Well, you know what? Maybe it's the intern and. She's going to book him every week. Fortunately, fortunately, uh, we can segue into the intern, Kelly, our potential intern, with the uh, next question. Potential. All right, so we're with Kelly Grant. Um, this is Space Nation. It's the happy hour at Blue Jacket. Favorite moment on the show? Favorite moment on the show. So you guys are just being blindsided by this. I know. You've had time to think. Yeah, actually, my favorite moment on the show was uh, Julie's interview. I really think that was was good because you guys talked way more than I did. Uh, it was, I think, it was a really good interview, and um, I think we got into you know some really good stuff there. Um, I I'm going to say two things. I okay. do think the Julie interview was good. Mm-hmm. I do really like that interview a lot. Um, I also think that I think we might have talked about this before, but when we talked about the guy in the Boston Marathon. Wow. 
episode one, we had yeah. a moment. That's All incredible. downhill from there in Joanna's <laughs> eyes. Yeah, I know. Well, because the first half of the episode, I was like, oh, man, what are we doing? What, do we, what have we got ourselves into? <laughs> but that, that was... And you've thought that many times since, <laughs> too, but... But I think that was our first good discussion, and that set the tone for the rest of all of the good moments that followed. Yeah, and... For the record, when the when that show started, episode one, that's that was the first time I ever met Joanna. That's true. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so the chemistry was um, maybe forced a little bit initially, but uh, we've we've found our way. Maybe some people might disagree <laughs> with that. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, next question. Or did you answer? I'm sorry, Docs. Um, on the show. I liked it when you were at the beach and it was just me and Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, I have a, um, also since we just talked to the intern uh, and she was asking us after being an intern for a month, uh, what are her responsibilities? Mm-hmm. And Kelly, honest, honestly, please plan the next happy hour. <laughs> right. We, it, we got some feedback today. They were like, so you guys thought it was a good idea to have the happy hour three days before the Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's because we're a bunch of morons. Right. Uh, we, Kelly's not going to make that mistake. So. We crowbarred it in because we mm-hmm. thought it had to be in October. Mm-hmm. Still a success, but uh, yeah, Kelly, you're in charge. Next one's in Arlington. Just Kelly, yeah, good one. Next one in Arlington. Joanna's yep. going to cross the river Yep. and uh, <laughs> just let us know when and where we need to be. Good thought. All right, next up, Chris Webb. All right, it's Pacer Nation Happy Hour. We are at Blue Jacket. I'm here with Chris Webb. We heard from him back at the Shake Shack run. I don't remember what episode that was, but good to have Chris back on the show. And Chris has got a question for me or the hosts. So, Chris, what's up, man? So, uh, I'm, I'm all right, man. How are you? Good. I'm great. I'm good. <laughs> good. Glad to hear. Uh, well, it's uh, the store looks great. My first Thank time you. seeing it. Uh, you, you guys have a great happy hour spot for post yeah, for do. post runs. Um, so, I guess I, I kind of have two questions. One's for the group. Okay. And then one is the doc is going to kill me, but a little specifically more for you in general. Okay. Um, and the first one is uh, I'm always curious, and people who I talk to now in my regular corporate job... Um, uh, about how people get into running. Like, I, I'm a weird person to ask that. People always ask right. me, how did you get into running? I'm like, well, my brother was a runner, blah, 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 blah. But I, I've always thought most people get into it because they do other sports and they just happen to be good at running and the track coach recruits them somehow. So sort of want to find the perspective of someone else, you know, uh, who, who, you know, didn't just have an older brother who sort of, I wouldn't say forced me, but highly encouraged me to do it. What was your entrance into the sport the question is how to get into running yeah we heard the question oh sorry i was recapping a little bit i know well, give you, me some you're context. the one who needs to go to dinner <laughs> <laughs> good point i do need to uh hurry this thing along yeah. right. stop saying what everybody else has already said okay sorry go ahead how'd you get into running how did i get into running um i ran cross country my freshman year in high school um, and r- really I was, I was, uh, convinced by a good friend from junior high, uh, who actually transferred to, uh, Stafford high school yeah. and was teammates with Bill Palmer as well. My, my first year roommate, good friend of ours, Bill Palmer. Cool. Small world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joanna, how'd you get into running? 
Well, I think it's funny that um, Chris Webb in that little bit says that some people are good at other sports and then are recruited by the track coach <laughs> um, because I did That's play. what you were? No, I oh. played other sports, right. but I basically decided I wanted to be on the track team and then went to the track coach and was like, hey, I'm going to run track next year. And he was sort of like, you're not going to play soccer? <laughs> <laughs> um, but what happened was um, I went to... Um, a late season cross country practice and I saw them doing an 800 workout on the track and I thought it looked really fun and really painful and I decided that I had to do that next year and that's how I got started running. It's so funny because there's that famous quote, our sport is your sport's punishment. Right. You're the only one who's like, I saw them doing 800s and it looks so fun. I saw them being punished. Yeah. I need to be a part of that. Well, I also, I played lacrosse too. And my favorite part of lacrosse was we had on Wednesdays a conditioning day. So we only did 30 minutes of scrimmage. And then the whole rest of the day, we had a, a former Marine that came in and, and made us do um, a whole lot of just terrible stuff. And a lot of it was running. And that's, I loved Wednesdays. You I loved look, the terrible stuff. Yeah. I looked forward nice. to it. I was like, yes, it's Wednesday. Nice. Uh, I got into running initially as kind of on the competitive side, um, similar to Docs. He and I both ran together at Virginia. So very similar, uh, you know, was playing soccer and then got into running because I could compete and run fast and relatively fast. And But I think, you know, for me, my reintroduction to running uh, was the, the more important thing um, after, you know, finishing – somewhat competitive running and running marathons and trying to run fast. Uh, I think that in my thirties, you know, just seeing it as, and this is very, this is true. No, um, no BS here. Like seeing the community part of it and how it makes you feel. And I felt like I was more productive in my day and I felt like I, um, was a better version of myself. And that's what I always say is like, we want running, we want you to use running to be the best version of yourself. And so in my thirties, I kind of was reintroduced to it just as a, um, you know, a casual, more casual runner and just enjoyed running every day and the effects that, it, that, that running every day, uh, positively gave me. So that's, uh, that's kind of how I got into it. And then how I got reintroduced to it. Um, I would say if we're also talking, how do we get reintroduced into the sport? Yeah. Um, in my, uh, well, I won't say how old I was, uh, but I went to watch the New York City Marathon one year and Farley called me fat uh, <laughs> and, and told me I couldn't run the marathon the next year, so I did. I told him he couldn't run under three hours, and he almost did, and I was, I, I had put a pretty significant, like... I was going to bankrupt you. Financial, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he did run the New York City Marathon. I, I need to challenge you again, Docs, because you came... Mm-hmm. Uh, you came very close to breaking three hours there. I think I, I think I could have done it. Yeah, I think you could have too. Well, there's always Marine Corps next year. I know. That's true. I we know. are doing it. We've, we've committed. Are you, are you, uh, good to go under three hours next year? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris had a second question and it was, uh, in the interest of time, we'll move on to David and, and Chris Jedden. But, uh, Chris asked, um, how I started the store and you know what? I think that's a good question. I'd love to talk about me and the store and all that stuff. Put but a pin on it for another we'll day when Joanna and I interview you. Yeah, that sounds good. You should all be right. a guest one day. Next, next <laughs> up is uh, next up is David, who completed his first marathon today. All right, we're with David here at Blue Jackets Space Nation Happy Hour. David, thanks for joining us. 
I've asked you, I've twisted your arm to give us one question, one question, two questions. I know you're waiting on your friend, but do you have a question for me or the host? Well, I'll start off with uh, uh, first a comment from my friend Lisa, who was really hoping to be here. Uh, she wanted to make it well known that she very much appreciates Doc's uh, very sarcastic sense of humor. And then her question, uh, I guess two questions that she had were, uh, when are you going to have the first Pace the Nation uh, fun run? So Lisa, you guys met today. Did, did Lisa, I, I'm sorry, forgive me because I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly. Did she run the race too? She did, yeah. She did, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Great job, Lisa. <laughs> um, and David, of course. Sorry, I, I I know you mentioned that earlier, but that was 30 minutes ago. Uh, when is the first Pace the Nation fun run? Good question. Kelly, get on that. I mean, we have we have happy hours. <laughs> the show isn't a drink. The show isn't about drinking. Isn't it about craft beer? Um, as well, much you as would quit, <laughs> <laughs> as much as Joanna's brother would like it to be, um, brother Russo, brother Russo. Yeah. I think uh, he's a clergyman. <laughs> but uh, we we are based on on conversations on running and we still haven't had the first uh pace the nation fun run um yeah good good point i like your answer yep. we'll get kelly on that more and, work for kelly and we will have the first pace the nation uh fun run and uh i guess the second one from lisa is, is uh, actually both of us live over in arlington and she was wondering if the uh next uh, pace the nation happy hour could be over in arlington or somewhere in northwest dc i like the fact that he he wants us to do the pace the nation fun run but he doesn't want to do the fun run in place of the happy hour so yeah. the question was can we do it in arlington or northwest dc well i guess by the time you get to this point in the show you know that that's already the plan right <laughs> so yes we can again more work for kelly so yes well it's the same amount of work for kelly she was already <laughs> working on that that's true and i guess david was uh giving us questions from his friend lisa but he also had one more question all right and david you got one final question yep. Sure, I got one question. Chris, we talked about this a little bit earlier at the bar. Um, I guess for all of the hosts, uh, I'll be running my first marathon, Marine Corps marathon this weekend. So uh, best advice for uh, someone doing their first marathon. I know uh, you and Joanna at least have run uh, some marathons in your past. I think uh, maybe Docs has as well. I'm not sure. But uh, some advice for a uh, first-time marathoner. So some advice for a first-time marathoner. I mean, he's already. He ran today. So this is going to be a really good segment for me and Joanna. Yeah, whatever you do. Okay, David, don't go out too fast. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you did today uh, that was good, do that. Whatever Uh you didn't do today that was not good. Whatever you did today that was not good, don't do that next time. Uh, Advice for a first-time marathoner. What What do you guys got? What did you tell him? I think that, you know, I mean. Honestly, for me, I, I always tell people to really enjoy it, soak it in, and I think I might have just stole Joanna's. Stealing, but, stealing reading her I, notes, huh? I, I, I mean, you really need to uh, really just soak in the environment, the energy, the atmosphere, because it is just an incredible, unique experience. You're never going to get another first-time marathon. Um, you know, technically you could go out and you could say, don't go out too fast. Uh, make sure you eat goose every 45 minutes. But I think honestly, the best advice I could give is to just soak it all in and embrace the experience. Oh, great. Well, thanks a lot. My advice was don't go out too fast. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Like, oh, and my advice it. was to enjoy the experience. Right, so right. two to one. All right. No, I mean, for, for real, I think that, that even though Farley doesn't think it's good advice, 
in a marathon, I think you definitely don't want to go out too fast. You you want to absolutely. You wanna, no, I, I think that is really good advice, but I think that's uh, it's a little late. You <laughs> already ran. But. I think that's the uh, I think that's the advice that everybody gives. So I was saying it's not unique advice. I was uh, yeah, so now I'm everybody. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. All right, uh, we got to the bottom of whether it was Chris Jedin or Chris Jeton, and it is Jedin. It's Chris Jeton. No, I it's think it's Jedin. Uh, but uh, we we sat down with him, and he's our last uh, he's our last interview at the Happy Hour. All right, we're with Chris Jedin. I, I I think it's Chris Jedin. They're trying to like convince me it's Jeton. <laughs> it is Jeton. No, it's not Jedin. Now he's in on the bit. No, 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 he's in on the bit. It's his real no, name. It's Chris Jedin. All right, it's Jedin. So Chris is uh, getting ready for the marathon next weekend in Milwaukee. Um, real quick. Uh, how's the training been going and how do you think you're going to do out there? Uh, training went real well. I peaked at like 100 miles uh, about two weeks ago. All my workouts went good. My legs are tired, but now they're starting to bounce back. Um, I think 230s is for sure, and I'm hoping like 232 under 235 is my goal. All right, so he's on the record. I just wanted to play that. He's on the <laughs> record for low 230s. Yeah. So that's that's pretty solid. Going to hold him to that. All right. When that's next next week, next Saturday or Sunday? I think it's Sunday in, in Milwaukee. Sunday. Nice. All right. So that's next Saturday. So <laughs> next Sunday, next Sunday. So on the you know on the next week's podcast, we're going to be able to update you on how Chris did. <laughs> no, we All won't. Right. I asked you over here uh, to ask me or the uh, or or the or the other hosts one question. I have a couple questions. I have some time to think about this. Okay. I have a question to the group. How do you feel about Drake's Hotline Bling music video? Okay, this one caught me off guard. <laughs> and me. Yeah, and you. Oh, no, I was hoping uh, Joanna, our resident uh, <laughs> pop culture expert, expert yeah. would, would be able to uh, comment on that. Uh, Drake's Hotline Bling? I, I was really hoping she would know because I have no idea what he's talking about. Do we need to make a th- take a three minute break <laughs> and watch that on I the know, big screen. I I know uh, I know who Drake is, right? But uh, personally, no, I don't. She's laughing like that's obvious. Of course, I should know who Drake yeah. is. He's he's Canadian. All right. Well, let's take a let, let's do that. Let's take a quick break. Let's let's uh, let's watch the video so we can appropriately comment because obviously the three of us haven't. You guys haven't seen the video yet, right? No. No. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break then. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. Well, unfortunately, uh, a three-minute break didn't cut it because it's a five-minute video. <laughs> I know. My first reaction since I'll go first, go ahead. I'm yeah. really eager. Yeah. I think uh, Sir Mix a lot would really like this video. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, uh, probably more than I did. Some big derriers in this uh, video. Um, I have to say, I really like the simplicity of it. Yeah, yeah, I like that it's just like clean lines. Yeah. Clean colors, not a lot of like crazy action. I yeah. feel like he stole that from Kanye. When Kanye did went on like several years ago, he was on Saturday Night Live and probably his tour where he was basically performing in a white box. Yeah. I I I have to say I have heard the song. I didn't realize that was the song that I had heard before that he uh taught that he referenced the other night. But yeah, I, I do like uh it's very symmetrical video. Um, so good lines in the video, very artistic, 
subtly artistic. So I have to give Drake uh, props on that. Uh, Joanne asked if he was wearing a turtleneck. I don't think that was a turtleneck. <laughs> it's like yes, a, it was. It's like no, a mock turtleneck. It's a mock turtleneck. I don't think it was. Oh, I think it was. No, turtlenecks are not cool. Drake wears... Drake could wear anything and it would be cool and it would look good. But I think he is he, he is cutting edge, so I think it's... I don't think turtlenecks are coming back. Oh, you you just watch. <laughs> All right, you well, just watch. I don't going to be. I guarantee you, we're going to take a picture at the Pacers holiday party, and Farley's <laughs> going to be wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> All right. Well, I I uh, I don't know. I thought the video was um, interesting. I have a follow up for Chris. Uh, yeah, Chris Jeton. <laughs> um, what what do you think of the the video? Tweet us and let us know yeah, what you think know. of the, yeah. the video. Yeah. I I wouldn't have pegged him for a guy who was into Drake, but who knows? Uh, question for Chris Farley. When do long shorts turn into short shorts? What's the cutoff? So I guess he was talking about what is the cutoff for uh, what you would describe a pair of long shorts, like what inseam? Uh, to me, it's a seven-inch inseam. Um, and anything that doesn't have a split, I would say is a longer short to me, a shorter short is going to have a, have a split. I think you misinterpreted the question. Uh, I think he's asking when, when, uh, does long shorts guy turn into a short shorts guy? Like when does he make that transformation? Are you saying like probably weather wise? Oh, what age? Yeah. Like at at what point? Like you're, you're a long shorts guy for like, you can only be a long shorts guy for like seven years. And then suddenly you're the British bulldog. (laughs) That's really inside. It is really inside. The British bulldog wore these really, uh, short. He had the shortest, shortest possible shorts. Uh, and they were union Jack and he used to run for like two or three hours in Charlottesville when we were in school at night. I it was, yeah. and he wore nothing else except for for these short, short uh, Union Jacks. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure this guy is ever going to turn into that sort of short, short guy. So, uh, our borderline, I think they're like either five or six inches. So, I usually am a seven inch short guy. So, great question, but seven inch shorts is my my thing, and sometimes nine inch. Not past the knees? Is that a cut? Yeah, not. No, I, I go about to the knees. I like it tickling my knees when I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I two more questions. Yeah, yeah okay. Go All ahead. Right. Go ahead. Take Docs, my can knees. he describe the in- ecosystem in the Ragnar van? Oh, the ecosystem. All right. So, yeah, sorry. The tickling, the knees, and then the ecosystem. That was a big hit with Joanna. Yeah, yeah, the ecosystem in the Ragnar van. Docs. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, the the van was dirty 30 seconds after Farley got in. For yeah. some reason, he brought two bags of stuff uh, <laughs> and immediately dumped them out in the car. Right. Why did you do that? Uh, I think you're, I think you're embellishing a little bit. No. But yeah, maybe not totally. You know, I I was running with, uh, I had running shorts in one bag, and I had my other running shoes. So I was trying to run in different shoes. So I had to dump out all the stuff to uh, find, find what, what I was needed, looking for, and then just left it there for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would say it was. Uh, the the van was was um, more ripe than usual. Yeah. Given the weather conditions. Yeah. Because ev- I mean everybody was throwing these wet jerseys and and change of clothes and even people had uh, multiple pairs of shoes um, throughout the whole thing. Plus you had like discarded food. We we had a trash bag. We did. So, 
um, which Farley probably didn't use. Uh, we <laughs> we had a um, yeah. I mean, it's already it's already going to be a funky van, right? With um, with Joaquin in town, with Hurricane Joaquin. Yeah, with Hurricane Joaquin following us down that havoc. trail. Yeah. Um, I think it was it was even more ripe. Yeah, I would agree. All right, Chris Jedden had one more question. And last question for Joanna: Who is more active on social media, Joanna or Peter Russo? Peter Russo, without a doubt. <laughs> Peter Russo, Suzanne, is she more active than? No, my mom's really you? taken to Instagram, okay. so she's trying to make. So she's Instagram not more active happen. than yeah. you. Yeah. I actually, right now, don't even have Twitter on my phone, so I ran out of storage space on my phone. I couldn't take any more pictures, so I had to start deleting things, and Twitter was the first thing to go. Wow, time for a new phone if that's the case. True. Yeah, uh, that's too bad. Um, so Peter Russo is the answer uh, there, Chris. He is a uh, more prolific uh, tweeter. All right, so I think that uh, was a good good uh, segment there. Oh, it's not over. Give me the cable. Oh, right. We have a couple more questions. Oh, okay. Wow. This is surprising to me. This is this is great. This was uh, taken at the post race today. We, we talked to uh, one of our first guests, Rick Wilhelm. Uh, from Brooks, and he had a question which I think is is uh, given the questions we just went through, uh, quite funny. Is does does Chris style his, his hair after Justin Bieber? <laughs> wow, amazing! That's incredible. That's amazing, huh? I had no idea that that was a thing that, that people, people thought. Yeah. Wow. Well, I am so much more self conscious. Sometimes it's good to, you know, hear other people's perspective. Totally. And and clearly, uh, Sandwich Todd and uh, Rick have never met before. Right. And for them to have uh, jumped to the same conclusion, maybe yeah. maybe you can yeah. go back and, wow. and be a little reflective today. <laughs> he had a he had another question. What's the next next kind of running event for runners? We had mud runs, we had color runs. What's next? How can we excite the runner? It's a great question. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that is a good question. I know you're tight on time. Do you want to? Do you want to make that like a topic for a future show? Yeah, I, I think that's a that is a good topic for a future show. I mean, I have some ideas. I think that there are a lot of activations out there color runs mud runs zombie runs zombie that's, runs that's still happening and and some of the <laughs> some of them are are fading in and out and some of them are still happening and some of them are out of business but uh i think that is a a good topic uh because i i think that the the traditional 5k the traditional 10k and obviously the marathon you know was was extremely well attended i think those are never going to go anywhere but i do think there is there's room for you know some variety to your uh to your traditional road races through and through though which which i think is is a great to hook people or yep. or to bring people in and some people are like well i don't want to do road races and then all of a sudden they're like you know doing a spartan race or a mud right. run or whatever um through and through the traditional road race you know like the marine corps marathon yep the the traditional running uh stays strong yeah so. stands the, the the test of time for sure yeah uh, but way. i think it's a i think it's a cool way to engage uh different people or new yeah, people and to introduce the, to people the, to yeah i totally agree docs i think yeah. introducing people to the sport through you know some non-traditional races is 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 key and hopefully 
we get them into one of Lisa's races, even though I know you and Lisa. You know, we talked of, today. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad we had you a good guys talk. patched that up. That's good talk. Good. Yeah. Any other surprises for me? Nope, that was it. But uh, it was a pretty good one, right? <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you for all the questions from our listeners. Cool segment. Good idea, Docs. I don't know if I actually executed it the way you wanted it to, but I think that worked. Maybe we can get a voicemail uh, box on the internet and have okay. people call in. Okay. Kelly, get on that. <laughs> all right. We did have some tweets of the week here, guys. Uh, we heard from mid-pack biped he asked how many miles did docs run this week versus farley can that be a regular feature i don't know if i ran more he doesn't than you. care how many miles i ran <laughs> maybe he just wants to pit us against each other yeah i mean if i ran more than you i like that as a regular feature yeah i know i was thinking about that because i saw i saw that on twitter and i was like i ran more miles than farley did in, in college yes and uh, absolutely then Docs ran after, a lot of mileage in college. After we got out of college, Farley has won every week since then. <laughs> I ran probably. Uh, I ran fifty-eight miles this week. Mm-hmm. That's more than my zero. Okay. All right. And Joanna, we know you had a time. Joanna's week, also so. zero. Yeah. Ooh, I'm tied yeah. with Joanna this week. <laughs> <laughs> Next question from mid our boy Midpack is uh, when will Farley change his middle initial to E? Ooh, good question. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think you're allowed. This is an exclusive club. Uh, we heard from Lawrence Soto, uh, my trainer. He said that he was uh, watching his favorite Pace the Nation podcast host on News Channel 8. So he saw me and Kathy on News Channel 8 this week talking about what to wear at Marine Corps. I, you know, Lawrence, um, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. Enough pumping Farley's tires. Andrea R. also tweeted us. Uh, she listened to the uh, episode 25 and Ralph to San Antonio for biz. I wonder what kind of biz she's doing. Great interview. Congrats on the new store. What's up for episode 26? Do you think she's involved in the restoration of the Alamo? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, this is what's up for 26. Uh, <laughs> A big disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Some skits and bits. Um, uh, we heard from uh, Satya Morthy. He said that uh, Matt Sensiewicz was such an entertaining guest. Uh, I, I thought so, too. He was a good guest. Good guest. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad we got the... We'll uh, have him back if he wants. Uh, <laughs> glad we got the uh, 7-Eleven candy story out of him. Glad yeah. we figured out what kind of bus loop uh, time he did. Very, very slow. For the record, my my uh, <laughs> 10-year-old niece can do 16 bus loops in 15 minutes, and Matthew is four four minutes plus yeah. on one bus loop. Not very good there, uh, Matthew. Very surprising. Yeah. Uh, we uh, had a tweet from Pacers Running, and uh, this is my final tweet. Uh, we didn't really have a tweet of the week, actually, so um, uh, they tweeted out the really cool shirt that we were selling at the uh, Marine Corps Marathon Expo that our listeners Jessica Rose and her husband were modeling for us, and the new it was the new dark blue long sleeve DC flag shirt and uh, a really cool design. So hopefully you got yours while you were at the expo because I think that was a limited edition uh, shirt. So we saw them online, appreciate them modeling and listening to the show. Uh, and this show, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running, Pace the Nation sponsored by Pacers Running, Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers running is for every run. 
Uh, and of course, we are now open in Navy Yard. Been open for four days now, and early returns are great. Maybe it's because uh, Joanna's over there and all the podcast listeners want to come and meet her. Yeah, please come visit me. No doubt. Bring snacks. Oh, I would like to think Charlie Brand did bring me snacks at yes. the opening like I asked. Nice. Um, and so did um, Greg and Spencer from Asics. Oh, right on. And Mark and Michael from Saucony. So right. thank they, you for bringing yeah. me snacks. And unfortunately, you couldn't eat them because you were on your deathbed. I could not, yeah, but they will be consumed. It was, a, it was a very nice sentiment. Thank you very much. Yes. And I would like to ask a question since since uh, Joanna admitted to us uh, about half an hour ago that she doesn't have Twitter on her phone and we just took a 15-minute break to search Twitter. Right. What in the heck is she doing <laughs> right, on her right, phone right. while we were searching? Ignoring us. I know. Yeah. Bad move, Joanna. Yeah, she was probably on one of those new age social mm-hmm. uh, media. Something we wouldn't know about. Nothing we know about. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned the grand opening. Finally, I wanted to thank Heather. Uh, I think she's a JMU grad who listens to us. Uh, maybe her, her dad was a professor at UVA. Maybe she was a UVA grad. I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. Heather, thanks for listening. And Heather, uh, if you do listen, you. don't be offended. Facts are not something yeah. that we're so interested in this uh, <laughs> business here of podcasting. Uh, no doubt. Good to, good to meet you there at the uh, grand opening. If Heather's even your real name. <laughs> It actually might not be. I'm pretty sure it is, Heather. All right, guys. Good show. Docs, um, good suggestion on the uh, happy hour question bit. I thought that went over well. Glad that uh, Kelly's going to be in charge of the next happy hour. Is that right? We've got a consensus there. I do enough for this show. I can't (laughs) can't be taking on more tasks. I think that's a good idea. Alright, that's William E. Docs. For Joanna E. Russo, I'm Chris Farley. It's Pace the Nation. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>